You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down Community Radio. FM 105, your station, your voice, in the heart of Downpatrick. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Hey, it's that time of the week again. It's Wednesday night, 7.00pm with me, Chris Scott, on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Or you might just be listening to the repeat on Sunday nights between 8 and 9. Either or, welcome along anyway. Do stay tuned for the next hour. Another treat in store tonight, because tonight I'm in conversation with local singer-songwriter Conal Montgomery from Killalay, uh, right here in County of Down. He's talking to me tonight about the release of his new album, The Cornerstone. Title track opened the programme tonight. Conal released his album a few days ago on the 20th of May. Exciting times for him. And in the programme tonight, we'll hear a few of his uh, songs and listen to Conal talking about the background to those very tracks and the next track from the album is one of my favorites i must say it's a beautiful ballad written as a poem by the late father liam vaughan who was based at one time in killalay i'll be joined by colin montgomery after this one you're listening to chris scott on fm 105 down community radio chatting with chris on fm 105 down community radio your station, your voice. No stranger to the show. Back on tonight again, it's Connell Montgomery from Killalay. Welcome along, Connell. Hi, Chris. Good to be here, mate. Good, Good to have you on again. And uh, another new phase in your career, in your life. Album number two, am I right, Matt? Yep. Album number two, The Cornerstone. Finally, I have it all recorded and, and ready to go. And it's exciting for me. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to getting it out there. The Cornerstone, what can I say? Uh, a collection of 10 songs. And I've said this before. If I look at you, you're a rocker. That's the way I see you. But when I listen to this, it's far from rock, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I've found who I am musically in this album. Um, writing the songs on acoustic guitar the ideas I I, I I just can't see where you could make these songs rock songs you know <laughs> it, that's the way I, I would look at any given subject it, it leads you down a different musical path I think and maybe genre mm-hmm. so uh, yeah definitely genre definitely yeah. different definitely totally different yeah so this, this is a folk slash country album i think a wee bit like if you've tasted stew or you've tasted soup they don't go together but this is soupy stew <laughs> what an analogy that's brilliant there, there's another song <laughs> <laughs> soupy stew yeah but you know on a serious note i see this as a nostalgia it's a trip down memory lane you could have called it that because yeah. There's a lot of local things happening here. It's like you're getting older in life. You're looking back in life. Is that is that true? It is. Um, I think it's gratitude for for the childhood I had and and remembering remembering the good times and and the things that that we cherish in our in our childhood and just being thankful for 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 an amazing childhood and an amazing part of the world that, that Killalay on the shores of Strangford Lock is the most beautiful place with its its castle and like we don't realise how lucky we are living here all from a suffered storm 
when I look at the album, it's not just about you because you've incorporated other people within this, other people's yeah. songs and taken that on board. How did all that come about? It, I think it started, I'm, I'm nearly sure it started with when when I was writing Happy Being Free or maybe just had was about to re- release Happy Being Free, the first album, um, Duxy Leakey, and we didn't know each other that well at the time, but I found out Duxy liked to write poetry and he would he, he sent me some of his poetry for my opinion on it. And it was one of, it was one of my confession was the first one that he sent to me. Um there was no name to it then. But as soon as I read it I said, That's not a poem, that's a song. That's a song. And and it it, it, when I first wrote the, the music to it and, and played it on the acoustic, it, it was very upbeat and and very, I don't know, re- real country. But then as as we grew to know, know each other, th- th- that song's probably about three years, maybe three years old, you know, from from, from that stage of it. Um, but as we grew as friends and out walking and stuff and... and and being together, it, it grew. We, we, he had an input on on how the song turned out because he suggested about it slowing down and maybe like in a deep country Johnny Cashy kind of voice, you know. And uh, I took that on board and went away and and changed the key of it and and slowed it down. And then when we got it to the studio, Jared Dornan. He, he he put the magic on it, you know. Colin Montgomery with My Confession, words written by Duxy Leakey from Killalay, and that's from the new album, The Cornerstone. If you just join me, I'm back in conversation with Carl, talking to me all about his new album. Chatting with Chris on FM 105, Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. Uh, where, where's George based? George based in Lockin Island. Um... Jared also has a band, Country Harmony, who, who backs a lot of big names. I went to the studio with the Shores of Killalay at the start. And one, once I got there with Jared, like I, I know Jared from school, but hadn't seen Jared in many, many years. And uh, just just first impressions to me, I need to be comfortable in everything that I'm doing because of my recovery from the alcoholism and stuff. And, and everything in my life has to be quizzed by me to say, is this right for me? Is this wrong for me? And I, I knew Jared from school, but hadn't seen him in like, it must have been 30 years. And uh, as, as soon as you talk to a guy, you remember the guy in school. And Jared was always a, one of the good guys. And he, he made me feel so comfortable. And I just knew that this was right for me. He, he, like he, he said to me, he said that maybe he'll influence me country way because his genre would be country. But I think Jared got so much out of it as well by dipping his toe into different genres because there is a few maybe different genres in here. Folk, there's some folk rock in there as well with 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 Isaac. And Isaac. The title track, the cornerstone. Like what we're done with that. Or what Jared done with that? It's it's just exactly how I envisaged it, you know. And I had some great help as well from an ex neighbour of mine, Nick Watson, 
who lives in a, uh, in the US. Um, so Nick is a drummer, professional drummer, and I grew up beside him in Seventeen Carry Drive, and Nick lives there now. But Nick offered if I needed any help putting drum tracks down. So Nick has he's he's the drummer and percussion on the Shores of Killalay and the Cornerstone. And the Shores of Killalay was a, a an older ballad, of course, written by Father Liam Vaughan, who who had been uh, based here in Killalay many many years ago. Yeah, um, I had no idea that it was a song. People would have sang it in. I think he wrote it as a poem. Then people took it, and it's so natural to put that rhythm to it, which I was told that an uncle of mine, my uncle Damien Montgomery, would have sang it in the pubs. Now the central bar with its cornerstone situated outside the bar, I was told recently a story of my uncle Damien singing that in Morrow's pub which was the central pub, mm. the central bar. It's, it was called Morrow's and owned by Morrow's. So there was never any singing allowed in it. There was, no, there was never any singing or, or shouting or raised voices or anything. It was a gentleman's pub and mm. you'd done as you were told. And every now and again, they would have allowed my uncle Damien to sing the shows of Killalay. Wow. I wonder how, what the tune was then. Come on, you know this is because you have come up with this one yourself. I wonder, yes. I wonder what it'd be lovely to hear that, wouldn't it? How, how they vary it? And, and I imagine, I remember my aunt Gemma telling me that, that my uncle Damien would have sung it, and my dad w- w- would would say that it was more of an upbeat, um, da 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 that sort of yeah. Irish sort of sway to it. But I, I sort of thought when I heard it. I, I thought this is a longing for a return and, and an appreciation of having witnessed this place. And so there, there had to be like a, a, a longing for it. So I, I, the, the, the minor chord in it gives it that. That's what Tommy Ta- Sands told me. Tommy Sands told me the minor chord gives it that, you know. And, and he said that these songs give a voice to the voiceless which I thought was, that just made my day, you know. And that's a big hit, because on Spotify, I think, the last time I looked, there was well over 10,000 hits on that particular song. Yeah, and, and just this week, there's over 10,000 streams on the shores of Killalay wow. as well. So that, that's just come in the last, in the last few weeks. And, and it's, it's made it on to... Uh, Oh yeah, Music Centre Belfast. They've they've just placed it on one of their Spotify playlists. The shows of Killalay. They've done that this week. It's really putting the town on the map, Connell. And and, and I don't know what your intentions were at the start, but yeah. I I didn't really have any intentions. It it was in the pandemic when when I was doing the, the request and doing the covers every night online when everybody was on lockdown. It was John McNamara. It's, if John McNamara hadn't sent me those lyrics to George of Killalay, it sort of just snowballed from that. You know, it, it wouldn't have happened. And and I, I had the song of the Cornerstone in my head for two or three years. Not the song, but the idea. And then in between these things, I was being produced with the Isaac Montgomery scenario where Austy Cheevers had put it up on Facebook. 
I think, from something that you had delved into. So there's a lot of people here who, who don't think they've helped me in a way, but they really, really have helped me get to where this has, has got to, you know? Mm. And, and I thank them. And, and sometimes say, oh, you don't have to thank, I didn't do anything. But from a songwriter or, or a storyteller, these are really important people. Like, like you and, and John McNamara and Liam Vaughan, Father Liam Vaughan, these are really important people in my life that, that have helped me without even coming out to help me. Mm. But, you know, as a creator, we, I, I need people, like a, a journalist needs stories or they don't put anything out, you know. We're going to move to this, the, the other classic. This is our town, and this is specifically about Killalay. Yes. Um, you, you know, I could go through that line by line. I've written down some notes, but it's like a musical tour of the town. That's exactly what it is. Taking in... It, it's a tour of the town, taking in my memories and childhood memories of... And it, of just a happy, hazy summer days, long summers and people that just little things that I remember that that there's, there's probably a lot of important things that, 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 that these things are like the ice cream man these things are like jumping off the key end and like big Gary Murray, Murdoch you know these are the things that stick with me as a songwriter and the ice cream man Winston these are memories that, that I lived and that I remember. You know, Colin, no matter where you've lived, so I came from Lisburn and probably were about the same age and grew up, it was the Pope Man. It was the, it was the likes of Big Murdoch. Yeah. There was someone else there. Yes. Now, I didn't jump into the River Lagan, but it's the same sort of evo evoking memories. Yeah. Um, you, but you very cleverly put it together. You, you talk about, the, you know, you're turning right now, so you're using your own speech. It's almost, and I hate to put this parallel, like Van Morrison, when he goes to Coney Island, you put a wee bit of speech in it, and it sort of really get, makes it really personal. Yes, I, I I listened to that song recently, and I have I've I'd never listened to it before. I I don't delve into music of other people that often. I hear one song of theirs and I like it. I listen to another, and that's not catching me. Um, I'm probably very boring for somebody to ask me who influenced you. I can hear. Without listening to that song, Van Morrison done the same thing. Mm. He done the same thing about an area, and I didn't do that. I didn't catch that until after I listened to his song. But I, I had my I had my song written. Yeah. So I'm not going to thank Van Morrison. <laughs> Sorry, Van. <laughs> We try to get him on the show, but he refused to comment. I can see the, I can see, I can see the resemblance there of, of what he done and what I have done. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just something that came into my head when I heard. I said that is yeah. so. But you, you know, you talk about um, the alphabet tree and the castle by their side. Yeah. Do you know you have to, if you live in here, you know exactly what you're saying. You know, yeah. they live hand in hand. Yes, they it's unique. Yeah, and I, I live beside that the castle and the alphabet trees, and. They were called the ABC trees, but today, even on social media, I've, I was noticing that people were actually talking about the alphabet trees. 
you know, and why were they called the alphabet trees? And somebody else says, well, I never, I've grown up here in my life and I didn't know them as the alphabet trees. So maybe this is something that is, is starting to take on. Absolutely. N- not, not from me personally, but in my generation, the, the people were talking on social media that they are of an older generation. But my generation, and I, I would probably say all the guys like Big Murdoch and, and, and my brothers and, and Duxie and, and all these other guys would say, I the ABC trees. We know them as the ABC. Maybe it was our generation that named them. I don't know. But the, the alphabet trees for artistic license work better than the ABC trees. Yeah, I got you. And in the old days, it was known as the Linden Walk and the old postcards for some reason. That's but it, it, it sort of it makes you ask questions, then, yeah. doesn't it? It fits. You're not deliberately out to date, but it fits a bigger jigsaw of local history. And that's what you put down for posterity here, Colin. Yeah. Um, and I found out today by reading that social media that what, the one tree that had fallen, that's not there anymore, the tree at the picnic is the replacement for it, and, and I didn't know that, you know. That's right, and, and you made reference there to Mary Style, and, and for anyone listening out there that yeah. doesn't know, I mean, it's a very ancient uh, burial place and goes back to pre-Reformation times, etc., etc. And I've noticed locally on social media, people have discovered other graveyards very similar to this, lying in the out, outer townlands here, never knowing anything about them, lived here all their lives, and now they're asking questions about them. Yeah, uh, that would probably be like Killerazy and, and place, exactly right. places yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's opening people's minds up as well, and uh, importantly, it's recording that. You, you talk also about uh, the Pokemon, rightly so, and you, you know your own history, sir. You lived in Carry Hill. Yes, I, I, I lived in, in well, there's Carry in the Grove, you know, and, and we we all played football up there, we all grew up together, and Winston was the Pokemon, the rice cream man, and when I come round, and Winston might not have been in just a a good mood. He wasn't. He wasn't most of the time, you know. But it, it refers to to Winston asking what what do you want, and I say a ninety nine. And but it's it's the way it's delivered in the, in the song, you know. But uh, and you also mentioned the tannery, so that was very important. And 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 days gone by, yes. and and you put a lot. There's also like a little comical line on it, something about well, yeah, I used to work there. What was that? Uh, Yes, the mill is closed and so is the tannery. Me and Johnny worked out there. Yeah. And that's in song. But underneath that line, I'm quickly putting in, I done most of the work. And that is, that is, that's a personal joke between me and Johnny. Oh, that's but when I worked in the tannery, me and work never mixed. I just, <laughs> I, it, it just, it's not for me, <laughs> you know? And, uh, Johnny, Johnny's a school friend of mine. We were in primary school together. We were in high school together. We were in the tannery together. We were even went to tech together when we left school. And Johnny's not not that we hung about too much together, but I see Johnny. Johnny is a, is a good friend, and me and Johnny know how to have a bloody good laugh together, you know. And and that and a person to me is is a very a very good quality. And. For the record, Johnny done all the work. <laughs> Johnny Johnny carried me, and and I did smoke his cigarettes, and I, and I did steal his Wellington boots out in the tannery, and Johnny always Johnny Johnny looked after me, so yeah. so yeah. Johnny's a good guy. Talk about some of your other songs and the Bluebell Wood. Uh, that was I think penned by a, a guy called Derek Mulrain, who has local links as well. Yes, Derek. Derek lives in Wales. And Derek moved to Wales, I think it's 25, 
25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And Der- Derek always struck, Derek would be into his rock music as well. Like th- there's, this, there's a time where me and Derek look very alike with the long hair and the beard and the rock 80s look. And we have been mistaken for each other on occasion. <laughs> Derek was another one who, who sent some lyrics to me. Probably snowballed from, from Duxie and me mentioning it on, on, on social media and stuff. He sent some lyrics and the Blue Bell Wood was, was one that I thought that, that this is a real folk. This is a real folk song and, and I see it as... I wanted to sort of recreate like the Red Rose Cafe sort of feel, sort of, you know, and uh, Derek still sent me lyrics, which I can use in rock, which which will probably be my next project, to write a rock album, because I've got plenty of friends around me over the years in the rock bands that, that can contribute to that, you know. Take me back to the band she laid with the bluebell wood on the end To an old campfire I'll bring the guitar And a few good trusty friends We'd wide away the hours Down at the local bars the other, There have been other contributors, I think Stevie Porter And there, there's another Porter, I think, are they related some way? They're brothers uh, Ridley from Balnehenge, Kenny's still in Balnehenge, and Stevie's in Derry. And I've struck up a real good friendship with both guys, and two two really nice fellas. Stevie's song is based on real life events of of a girl who who was subjected to coercive control for well over eleven years in in England, and found the courage. To, to stand up and walk out and escape with her with her child with just the clothes on their backs. And so that song Stevie writes a lot of lyrics too, as his brother Kenny does. And uh, This Life is Not For Me is, is Stevie's song. And we we put it out in band camp and and it, it raised sixty pound for, from two pound downloads mm-hmm. for women's aid. So Jared Jer Donald done an incredible job on that as well. It's a, it's it's a real country, you know, heartache, but but it's a real positive end. Chatting with Chris on FM one oh five Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. The single White Feather, I was listening to that, and that's something and it it's it's very country and western, but it's something you could see Daniel O'Donnell just picking up on and just walking on the stage, or Joe Dolan if he if he was still with us. Yes. It's that type of that it's type that of song. Type, it's that type of uh, Northern Irish country, should we say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared put the spin on this one because I I had, I had wrote this as a slow song, a single white feather. It's it's in the name, you know. It's mourning for a lost one, but it Jared uh, sort of Jared quickened it up. In my journey, I, I always preach, you look for the positive and all these negatives, look for the positive. And, and the sob story about losing someone and a white feather makes people cry, makes people sob. But the way Jared has spun it as, as a happy beat to it, and an upbeat, and that country sort of dance jive maybe to it, 
which means it changed my mind to say, ah, I should be remembering these loved ones with fondness and happy happiness when that white feather lands, because we we can sit in our in our mourning. Not that we shouldn't mourn, but but it might be a lot less heavy on us if we think of it in that way. And and I think what Jared done with that song is a, is a little stroke of genius to turn that round so that people can think like that. And people have actually contacted me and and said about that song, and they do remember because of of the beat of it and because of the and of course because they like that type of country music. But it it, it makes them remember their loved ones a bit. You know, without that heavy heart and, and maybe of a loving heart and, and a grateful to have known them sort of thing. I feel your and then we'll move to the ultimate, the last, number 10, Promises. They always say, never leave audience on a downer. That is a powerful song, Connell. It's right up there. Yeah. The vocals and that, uh, it's totally unlike anything else on the album. Yeah. The Promises was written sort of out of frustration but out of hope because we're in a pandemic and none of us could see the end of this coming. We couldn't see a way out. We, we, we couldn't envisage ourselves sitting here now doing what we're doing. Never mind getting an album out or, you know, going to the shop was a mm-hmm. escapade. But uh, Promises, I, I wrote that sort of to say, look guys, we all, we've all got a ways up here. We've got a second chance. You know, to me, the whole world's selfish because they're 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 living for what they want, and that they're they don't even take into consideration what we're leaving behind for our children. I want my grandchildren to be happy. I want them to have a smile on their face. People don't need greed to be happy. They don't need things. They need togetherness. They need understanding. They don't need judgment. They don't need pushed. And promises is a song, which I suppose I'm shouting from the from the rooftops to say, look, let's agree to survive. You know, we're here to survive, and while we're here, let's do it. Especially with what's going on in the world at the minute. You know, and there's a lot of propaganda going about, and everybody's talking about is there going to be a third world war, and Russia's blaming this, and we're blaming Russia, and. And, you know, Russian people are just the same as us. You know, the Ukrainian people are getting it hard. But we mustn't forget, there's a lot of Russian people. You know, there's there's a lot of people in this country do the same thing. There's a lot of people in every country do the same thing. There's aggressors and there's non-aggressors. You know, and there's common sense and there's no sense. And, you know, we, the... We've got to surround ourselves individually with, in my view, the right the right way of thinking to, to get on with each other and to survive and to make sure we all have enough to do us and not any more than that. You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down Community Radio. What a powerful song. That was Promises by Connell Montgomery, who's in the studio tonight talking to me. Connell, you know, you've done a lot of promotion right now. It was released a few days ago there on the 20th of May. Any reason why you picked that date? I lost patience. <laughs> <laughs> I did, basically. Yeah. I just thought, 
I'm taking too much time over this here. I've got to get a date. And I picked a date. And I'd done exactly what I'd done <laughs> with the first album. I set the date and announced it. And then sent for the CDs. Right. And the last time the CDs arrived, the day before the release. But I thought to myself, why stress myself out too much if they don't arrive to three or four days after the release or a week after? It's still released on all platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, the CDs can follow it. It'll be grand. And that's what I'm going to ask you, right? This might be a personal question, but all those songs are probably actually on Spotify weeks and months ago. Yeah. So what's... How does it all work now? You know, could you not just leave it at that? Why, 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 why just put money into an album? Then, you know, what's what's your thought process there? Um, I released all the songs individually to Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Music, but to document it as an album, you know, streaming platforms, you you, you pitch your songs individually. You, you don't pitch an album. You know, they're they're looking for individual songs to go on playlists. Uh, but an album to me, an album to me is a document of, of a collection of songs that fit together, that tell stories. And if if we keep going towards the streaming platforms for an individual song, we're we're losing. Even though one song can tell a story, but an album. You know, you, you can sit down and listen to Copperhead Road and you know every song. An album. An album means something. You know, to buy on vinyl, to buy on CD. You know, they, they say that was dead in the water. They said vinyl was dead in the water. Vinyl's back massively. And CDs, you know, people want a physical copy. Yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, you're a traditional musician. That's the way it always was. Okay, you've come to, from final to CDs, but is there a little bit of that too? You know, you hold on to that. And I suppose thinking about it, you think about our photographs. When we grew up, you were lucky to have a photograph. Yes. And then you had a little album, or yeah, you had to get those developed. Yeah. Now, there aren't, you know, people generally don't do a lot of that, yeah. and they could disappear in the ether. That's right. And, and, and a, a record or, or an album or a CD is the same. You know, I still have my collection. Lots of people have collections. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that cupboard is never opened. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't part with them. Yeah, yeah. You know. So you, you're doing a few promotions around us. I know you're probably still on the plan at the minute, but I think you have a few gigs planned, even locally here. Yeah. You know, to take those songs out into the community. I think the Duffer Norms in the Central. Have you that organised? Yes, I've got that organised. Uh, the 9th of June. I actually picked that date because Derek Mulrain will be home for a week. So I wanted to I wanted to make sure Derek heard the album live, you know, because the other guys will, because of my music fest, the, the Cornerstone Music Fest is on the sixteenth of July. And it's it's taken in the whole day, which which will include a lot of young and old artists from from the from the district and the area. And and the Porter brothers are, are going to be at that as well, wow. you know. So and of course Duxy will be there. The Duxy stuck to me, or I'm stuck to him, you know. So so Duxy will be helping me out on the day. But uh, they'll all. I, I wanted I wanted Derek to to be over because I I present each of these guys with a little framed 
print out of, of their song from PRS to show that they're a songwriter. And that's that's probably not the initial idea, but that's important, isn't it? You know, that they're getting recognition. Yeah, that was an idea that came to me, and and you know, people people it breeds confidence and people and breeds self worth in, in people, and and people they they would have because of my journey and my recovery, we get into talking and 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 I sort of tell them my story, maybe if they're suffering a wee bit, and not that they, these guys were suffering or anything, but they've, they've told me that it's been good for them, you know, and, and we've struck up, there's four great friendships there that that probably wouldn't, I, I definitely didn't know Stevie and, and Kenny, I knew Derek and Duxley, but Derek's on with me regularly every weekend now, and Duxley's one of my best pals, you know. It's so lovely to do that now. Yeah, these are all songs and they're unique and I wouldn't know any of them at the minute. You know, I've heard them, but for me to stand up and go through all those lyrics of, say, Single White Feather or Do You Fancy a Match Down the Green, I'm not really going to know that right away. Some of them, they will definitely strike a chord. This is our town. You can see eventually when that takes hold even more, they'll be singing that down the local pub. You know, it'll become a a, a, a local folk ballad. But what I'm trying to get at from you as a singer, so you've done a lot of covers all your life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we all know the words of some of the Led Zeppelin, and we know Meatloaf, and we know that. Yeah. As you personally, you've you've written these things or been involved in setting them down. How easy is it to remember them? It's not easy. <laughs> I, I would guess that, Cole. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it is. It it, it just it, it lands on you or lands with you. But there's some songs that, that like I could I can do the Cornerstone, Shores of Killalay, My yeah. Confession. Isaac, and then I'll get to This Is Our Town because I have changed uh, a couple of a couple of verses yeah. from, from third to fourth or fifth to last. But uh, even at that, there's, there's songs I've sung covers for years and I still need prompted with a lyric sheet now and again, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so even, even like one that springs to mind is Have You Ever Seen The Rain? I get that mixed up. I get, and 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 another one would be Black Sabbath, Paranoid. I keep forgetting a verse in that. You know, mm. and and these sometimes these things land, and sometimes they don't. Another yeah. night you're out singing them, and, and you've sung them without even thinking. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't beat myself up too much. I used to, but I wouldn't beat myself too much if I, if I forgot a lyric because yeah. we're only human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. No, it's just interesting, you know, because they will become well, so well known. I know some of these songs are definitely going to be sung down their local yeah. pubs here and, and around it. You know, in a hundred years' time, yeah. these could be it's so well established. And, you know, who who is that guy that wrote this? You know, a hundred years ago. You know, that would be nice, you know. Yeah. But this is our town. The chorus is definitely one it is. that is audience participation. Yeah. You know, yeah. it definitely is. Yeah, that's cool. If you're, if you're singing that chorus, and you're not from here yet, then you are a blue one. <laughs> That's a conversation for another night, really, isn't it? Um, you, you know, you, you'd said there, um, yeah, you're on 9th of June, I think, in the Dufferin, yes. uh, the Central Bar on the 18th. And then you'd sort of briefly brushed over it, but the Cornerstone Music Festival at the Dufferin Coaching Inn and Hall on Saturday, the 16th of July. It's more or less an all-day affair, and you'd mentioned some young people. I see if a young guy signed up, Zach Mack. Zach Mack is... 
an unreal, phenomenal guitarist, young young guy, fourteen years old, I think he is, and he's just incredible. And and he's just released his first uh, song on Spotify. He, he played a, a few things last summer, I think it was in Belfast, um, under the guidance of Siobhan Brown from Manukahana, who and 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 I sort of get inspiration from those guys who are on a on a on a higher scale than me on on the, on the ladder of you know. Um, she she took she takes young people under her wing. Not not that I know that there's any more than Zach, but it sort of inspired me that Zach was taking an interest in what me and Doxy were doing online, and tuning in, and the conversation struck up, actually live online. The Doxy said we should get Zach Mac down here some night, you know, and then it went. And then I seen what Siobhan had done last summer and invited him along to play. And I thought we we've got to help our young musicians along because I I can't see any help that I had when I was that age. You know, I'm at an age where you, we've got to help our our young people along and give them a platform to do this. But I I love standing stage singing a song, and and it doesn't matter whether it's in front of two people or in front of two hundred people. It's the gratitude to be to have the opportunity to do that. You know, and. There's as much enjoyment as doing that as there is reaching for the stars. You know, you've already you've already made it if you're if you if you're good enough and brave enough to get up there and do it. And these kids need to feel comfortable, and we can make that happen for them and make them feel comfortable to to get up there and perform. Fantastic, Connell. You know, I could talk to you all night, and and I've no doubt we'll talk again in the future. And I'm just going to say thank you for everything you do because you know you're so sincere. You you you're, you've just you just come across total honestly. It's all out there. You put it all out there, and, and you know you, you you stick by that supporting your local live music venues and keeping music alive and kicking. Well, you're a prime example of what you're doing out there, Colin. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. And just to remind everybody, the new album that was out a few days ago was called The Cornerstone, and it's available obviously on CD. And where else can we hear the tracks in? Uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and all other digital platforms. Call fantastic. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for having me again, mate. You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down Community Radio. Once again, a big thank you to Colin Montgomery and good luck from myself and everyone here at FM 105, Down Community Radio, with that new album, Colin. It's called The Cornerstone. And for further details, go to Connell Montgomery Music on Facebook. And that's just about it for tonight, folks. So until next week, stay safe. And stay tuned to FM 105 Down Community Radio. I'm leaving you with another one from Connell Montgomery's new album. And this one is titled, Do You Fancy a Match Down the Green? Good night, folks. 